Hello and welcome to the Luminous Shadows podcast, home for empaths and lightworkers who are awakening to their abilities, embarking on their spiritual journey and discovering their purpose. I'm your host, Vicky Collins, an intuitive life coach, hypnotherapist and meditation mentor. Join me each week for discussions on healing, self-discovery, transformation and purpose to help you on your journey of being an empowered, soul-aligned empath. Welcome, beautiful souls. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you've all had a wonderful week and I really hope you're enjoying your weekend. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about separation consciousness. And this is something that as an empath, kind of weighs heavy on my heart often and you know this topic is something that comes up for me a lot and I decided to talk about this today because for the last few months it's it's kind of been at the forefront of my mind and you know we're seeing an increase in separation consciousness across the world and if we look at what's going on in the world you know there's division everywhere you know we're separated by so many things race, religion, wealth, socioeconomic status, sexuality, language, the left, the right, even down to postcodes, you know, oh you don't live in the same postcode as someone so you can't mingle, can't be friends, we can't get on and it's just we live in a in a very much of a an us versus them mentality and depending on our perceptions, our views, our opinions, we are put into a box and you know if you don't agree with how we see things then you're not welcome in our box and many different streams every single day you know through these streams fear is injected into our consciousness daily and we've got anger and fear and conflict and violence that are driving our society and it's what's keeping us very much separated from each other And as empaths, as I said, you know, this can weigh heavy on our hearts and on our energy. And that's why a lot of empaths, you know, abstain from watching the news or being in environments where conflict is taking place. You know, some people can see violence or conflict and when it's over, just continue going about their day to day lives as if nothing nothing has happened. But for empaths and highly sensitive people it stays with us and it really affects us mentally emotionally and energetically and we see a lot of separation consciousness in the spiritual community too you know when it comes to empaths and energy um, uh, energy vampires and you know someone mentions an energy vampire and we get fearful that someone's going to come along and just drain every drop of energy that we have so we reject them we cast them out and I don't particularly like the term energy vampire because it really does breed separation consciousness. And as empaths, yes, we generate a lot of energy. And a lot of these people who are branded as energy vampires may not believe that they can generate their own positive energy and their own light. So they navigate to those who have it. But, you know, we are in full control of our energy and we can choose where to give our energy and where not to give our energy. You know, we don't need to be fearful 
or reject those who haven't connected or don't know how to connect to their light yet. We are where we are on our journey and stepping away from the us versus them mentality is a step forward to unity consciousness. And with unity consciousness, you know, thinking about it, it's it's very frowned upon in society, really. You know, if you look at how things are, you know, when there's an act of kindness that takes place, when we take some time to help others, we are taught to kind of remain humble about it. You know, keep it to ourselves. If we tell a story about how we helped a homeless person with food or clothing, you know, we're told, keep it to yourself. And that we're just looking for attention or that we need to stop bragging. But yet if we got into an argument or a fight and posted about that on social media, you know, you get a lot of people who would get involved and even cheer you on for doing that. So, you know, we as conscious beings are kind of straying far away from ourselves, not only as individuals, but as a collective, You know, short of a major tragedy happening, we don't unify as humans or as a collective at all. I remember the very, very sad day that the Manchester Evening News Arena was bombed during the Ariana Grande concert. And, you know, that was a very devastating time. And the aftermath of this catastrophe just really showing people's true natures, their true, their true souls. Everybody banded together to help the best that they could, you know, and it didn't matter where someone was from or how much money they had or their political views. During that time, people were people and, you know, there was love, there was kindness and there was support. But after a short time, things kind of went back to how they was before people inciting anger and violence over differing opinions, differing lifestyles, differing beliefs, differing cultures. And when we live with a fear mentality, it keeps us in a very fixed mindset, prevents us from growing, from evolving, from connecting. And I remember when I was a child, my dad loved a tipple. And he would frequent one of the working men's clubs down the road from where we lived. And my mum worked there as well, part-time, so I was there quite a lot. And on Sundays, they would open at noon. And they'd have different things going on for, you know, for families to partake in. And I was there one Sunday. And let's just say that the general customers of this establishment were, you know, middle-aged, white, working-class men. And this day, a guy walked in who was visibly different, he spoke differently, and he went to order his drinks. And there was a lady who was sat at my table. And just looking at this guy, she didn't know him, she'd never spoken to him, but just his presence just kind of just sent her into a fit of rage. You know, she was, she very angrily announced that his kind wasn't welcome and she even began inciting violent threats about wanting to punch the guy in the face like what did he do (laughs) and all that's all I remember thinking is what did this guy do and I must have only been about 10 or 11 
and my heart just really broke for this guy. I just couldn't understand why she hated him so much. Why he couldn't just sit down with his family and have fun like we were doing. And it really upset me and that memory has never left me. It's something that comes up for me a lot. And there were many other instances of similar things that I witnessed but just couldn't compute. It just didn't settle right in my mind. And, you know, during the summer on the school holidays, I would stay with my dad and there would be a group of us who used to hang out and get up to mischief as kids tend to do. And one summer there was a girl who moved onto the street and she'd not long moved to England from Russia. And when she came to hang out with us, you know, because of all the stuff that I'd seen and heard, I was quite fearful. I didn't know if I should be talking to her, I didn't know if I should be hanging out with her, you know, because she wasn't from here, and I wanted to, she was nice, but I was just really confused, so I decided to talk to my dad about it, and I asked him if I was allowed to be friends with her, and he just asked me, why not, and I was like, because she's not from here, and the look that he gave me was devastating absolutely devastating and I was the ultimate daddy's girl so you know just that look alone reduced me to tears and I explained to him why I thought I may not be allowed and very gently he just explained to me that it doesn't matter where someone is from everybody is different but it doesn't mean that we should treat them differently so if you like the girl and you should go ahead and make friends and over the years you know his mentality in relation to this really imprinted onto me and I spent my time growing up with a curiosity of people and things that were different to me or different to what I was accustomed to and this curiosity led me to study psychology at uni and as I've kind of grown up and learn different things about human behavior you know the ego has a lot to answer for when it comes to keeping us in this kind of fear mentality surrounding ourselves with familiarity you know gives us gives us a sense of being secure and being safe and that is what we're taught we're taught to stick to what you know and even if we're open to exploring something. It's, oh, well, you know, curiosity killed the cat. Don't do it. Danger, danger. And this fear is imprinted on us from a very early age. And so we proceed with our lives in our little safety bubbles. But as soon as we are faced with something that's a little bit different, something that's opposing to what we know, especially something that we don't understand, can make us feel very uncomfortable and it can even be triggering for some people you know and this is our ego kind of waking up and it evokes that fear response saying you know what's this we don't know this we don't like this danger danger and it just automatically rejects it our ego likes to keep us safe so when we are presented with something different you know something 
that we're not used to, the ego views this as a potential threat and sets off the involuntary fight or flight response. So we unconsciously reject anything that is not really familiar. But the thing with the ego is that it's primal. It's a survival mechanism from way back when, when we lived in caves and hunted and whatnot. And it hasn't really evolved with us. You know, the egoic mind uses fear to keep us under its control, really. It's his job to seek out threats and keep us from harm. And this is great for when you're, you know, walking in the woods and you're being chased by a bear. You know, as my friend Ryan would know, a few weeks ago she got chased by a bear in the woods. You know, that's a real threat. But the ego doesn't differentiate from the real threats and imagined threats or perceived threats. You know, like making connections with new people. If we had an experience when meeting someone new in the past and they turned out to be complete a-holes, we keep that stored as a negative experience, creating fear around making new connections, for example. But it can also be from things that we are taught from other people, not even our own experiences. How many times have you stopped yourself from doing something because another person had a bad experience, even though you didn't experience that? But the fear of that happening to you has kept you in a safe place. You know, your ego has put that block there and said, nope, we don't want to do that. So if it's not, if your ego is not kind of kept in check, if we're not consciously aware of this fear that we are constantly kept in, it causes stagnation. You know, this fearful mindset keeps us from developing, from growing and discovering new things, not just about ourselves, but about others. It just keeps us in a very fixed mindset. And all over the world, you know, we see it every day, fear mentality. And fear stems from separation consciousness. You know, the belief that we are all separate from each other, from God, from the higher power, source, the universe, however you want to describe it. And I was speaking to my very dear soul sister a few days ago regarding this. And she gave me a beautiful quote from the transcendent Hindu god Shiva. And the quote was, where there is no me, that is where I exist. Meaning, where there is no ego, that is where I am present. And what I kind of took from this was that wherever there is acceptance and wherever there is love, that is where you will find your divinity. That is where you will find your true self. And that is how we can come back to a unity consciousness. By, you know, igniting our curiosity about other people. Things that we don't understand. And when you're faced with people or situations that are different to what you are used to, you know, to approach it with a curious mind, to dig a little bit deeper, to try to understand the point of view rather than just reacting and this isn't always possible you know sometimes we just don't understand why people do the things they do or think the way they think but that's okay because our reality is lived through the lens of our own experiences 
and our own perceptions. So we're not always going to have that understanding, but we can still have acceptance. Just accepting people how they are, knowing they are where they are on their journeys. And with the knowledge that even if we don't agree or see eye to eye, we could still be friends. And even if you don't want to be friends, we could still support each other. We don't have to incite separation. We don't need to be intolerant of our differences. We can embrace them and use them as a force for growth and development. My thoughts in relation to kind of closing the gap of separation is to just really try and let go of that us versus them mentality. You know, we need to stop segregating. We need to stop comparing ourselves, living as though we are kind of better than each other. Stop keeping score and just realise that differences are just as important as similarities and not to allow our ego and fear to keep us separated. I really feel like it's time to start a new paradigm where integration is the norm, where we come back to unity and unity consciousness is achieved through love and a we mentality. You know, we are in this together and together we can succeed and grow and expand our consciousness. So those are my thoughts in relation to us being so separated as humans, as a consciousness. And I'd like to thank you so much for joining me today and thank you so much for listening and for your ongoing support. Now, I really wouldn't be able to do this without your ongoing support. And I invite you to join my free Facebook group, The Aligned and Ascending Community. The link is in the episode description. And you know, if you feel that someone would benefit from this, po- from this podcast, please share it with them. And if you are enjoying the episodes, I would also be appreciative if you could leave a short review for me. But thank you again, and until next time, dear empaths, stay safe, be kind to yourself, and much love.